Hi there, beautiful beings. Welcome back to the Starseed Network podcast. I'm your host and personal spirit guide, Saula Ilona Vaida, bringing you with me on this journey of our spiritual and human experience, life on earth, and our collective ascension process. I'm so excited to be back and connecting with you guys again. It's so wonderful to be back for a new season of the Starseed Network podcast. We're revamping, reworking, kind of restructuring all of this. And I am so honored to share this space and time with all of you and to welcome you back with me. And let's see a whole new way of life, a whole new beginning that really feels like it's coming in, especially with this recent new moon in Virgo. This moon phase is very powerful, very grounding, very kind of bringing us into our material manifestation of what we want our lives to be. And so today on this episode, I'm really excited to talk a little bit about manifestation, what exactly that means, some tips and tricks, and as much valuable information that I can share that can benefit whoever's listening to this. And I, as always, I'm speaking with this intention to speak from the heart, from my higher self, to hold space for you and for myself and for all of my parts. And I'm so grateful to have you here with me today. Don't forget to like, subscribe, share with someone who you think might resonate. And thank you for being here and thank you for listening as always. And so we're just gonna dive in. So there is so much kind of mainstream rhetoric going on that has been going on about for the past few years, especially around the topic of manifestation and people, you know, saying how to manifest more money, how to manifest your dream life. And people really are onto something because this is not something that is new per se as well. Um, if any of you have read the book Think and Grow Rich by um, Napoleon Hill or you know any of the Law of Attraction books by Abraham Hicks, any of those things, they have a very common theme kind of running through that is basically talking about the power of our minds and the power of our attention and our emotion in order to create a reality that we truly feel excited about, that we feel truly aligned with, that we is is more conducive to what we actually desire, what is best for our health, what is best for our life, what is our most fulfilling destiny. And I'm just going to talk a little bit about my experiences with manifestation, with these books, with these techniques and these practices, just to benefit all of you in, in any ways. And there's a lot to dive into here. So yeah, thank you for listening and let's get into it. So I think basically at the core of all of this is understanding that as humans, it's very common for us to want more and to feel unsatisfied with what we have and to kind of constantly be seeking more, 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 more. And this is kind of what we 
see as the root of all suffering. You know, Buddha says that the desire is the root of all suffering. So when we're looking at manifestation, we really want to look at it from a place of truly flowing in congruence with the universe, truly flowing with what the universe is asking of us, what the universe would like to create through us. Because everything that we receive as a download or as an idea it belongs to us. It's the universe kind of offering us this portal into something that we can manifest, create into physical reality. So manifestation is basically the marriage of the energetic with the physical. So we as human beings have this incredible capacity to channel energy into a physical form through using our our personal energy and being in alignment with the universal flow of energy in a sense. So this is something that, you know, as you become more high vibrational and have more consciousness and more awareness, you may notice that things manifest easier for you. And this can be good and bad because, you know, your thoughts, what you're predominantly thinking, what you're predominantly vibrating it, what your emotions are predominantly attracting is going to manifest into your reality. And the fact that we are in this kind of age of Aquarius, we're in this very airy energy, so much is changing so quickly and everyone like everyone's mind is changing so quickly. We're innovating so quickly it's clearly going to show this really heightened capacity right now that our thoughts and our intentions and our energy are manifesting into quote unquote physical form because this is all an energetic universe. We are all different, you know, densities and uh, manifestations of, of energy in a, what we perceive as a physical form. So, as we know, we're, we're all vibrational, energetic beings. And it makes sense that if we're vibrating in a very dense place, from a place of fear, from a place of anger, from a place of control, we're going to... It's, it's funny, even saying those words creates an emotional reaction in my body. I can feel a shift in my body just saying those words. It's really fascinating. And then, of course, if we vibrate in that specific place we create and manifest physical things that come into our life that vibrate at that frequency. And we also bring out those reactions in other people. It's really interesting. This is something that I've noticed in my work, especially with parts work and holding space for people and holding space with my set for myself in this journey is that people will treat you based on what you're vibrating at. It's really fascinating. For example, if you vibrate, if you have a really strong inner punisher frequency going on, people will resp unconsciously respond to that frequency and treat you based off of that. And they may treat you with punishing energies just because they're responding to your vibration and they're not even conscious of it. And then, for example, if you come across someone who's in a very high, high vibration, who has very strong divine boundaries and is very self-loving, you instinctively or unconsciously or intuitively know that if you treat this person with disrespect, they're not going to tolerate it or you're not going to be a part of their reality. So it's almost like you unconsciously toe the line and you're very aware and you don't, you don't do things 
that you might unconsciously do with other people that feel right because of the way that they're vibrating and the way that they're influencing the reality around them. So it's really interesting to notice this kind of happening. It's kind of an, like a little experiment that we can notice in real life. Like, for example, for me, I notice that if I'm very stressed or, or very angry, my or I'm very tired as well, my electronic, de- electric devices, my electronic devices will not work or they'll be slow or they won't exactly function right or things in my house will break or I'll drop things. And it's literally because of the frequency and the energy that I'm emitting. So when we are going about creating our own reality, in a sense, when we want to become more of a conscious creator, because according to the law of attraction, the laws of the universe, we are constantly creating, whether we realize it or not, whether we're conscious of it or not, we're constantly creating. And this is where, you know, the teachings of Abraham Hicks are really fascinating um, because it, it, reminds us of what we already know and what we already agree to as we come into this universe and come into our bodies. And so when we want to become more of a conscious creator, when we intend to become more of a conscious creator and create a more abundant, more beautiful, more joyful reality for ourselves, it's it's such a beautiful journey. And there are some things that I will talk about as well that can really help us, that have helped me especially as well in turning into that, in transmuting into that. So one of the first things um, is language. And a lot of people talk about this and it's a really interesting topic because our language, our words, our throat chakra create so much of our reality. Everything that we're speaking has a hidden meaning, a hidden connotation around it. So a lot of the words we use, we use unconsciously. So it's very much a process of becoming conscious of our language as we're creating our reality through our language, through what we speak, through what we pay attention to. And this is why things like mantras, affirmations, singing have been so powerful as well for me personally to transmute energy, to align myself to a higher frequency, especially um, singing Sanskrit mantras, Hindu mantras, um, you tap into a pure frequency of language that is unfiltered, that doesn't have the same density and the same hidden spells as the Latin language. So even just the word abracadabra um, means I speak my reality, like I speak my, I, I am, I speak my reality. So when we say things like abracadabra or, and so it is, um, we create our reality from what we're speaking. My word is God. Remembering your, that your word is God. Your word is your greatest weapon and your greatest downfall, just like your mind can be. So as we cultivate our minds and we cultivate our awareness and our consciousness and our language, we also cultivate the reality that we are choosing to see. So I remember when I when I started becoming more of a conscious creator, I think it was around you know, 2018, 2019, when I began my spiritual journey in, in earnest. I mean, I've, I've always been on my, I've always been in and out of my spiritual journey my entire life. But I remember in, at the age of 18, I experienced a significant shift and I began to meditate every day. I discovered Reiki. I discovered all these things. 
And I started to listen to the teachings of Abraham Hicks and these, you know, law of attraction teachings and listening to different, you know, videos and things that started to come into my awareness. And they truly come into our awareness, like when we're ready for them, when we're ready to receive them. And I, there was one challenge that I noticed that really resonated for me. It was a challenge to not complain for a whole day. And I remember back then, even trying to do that was really challenging for me. It was a whole different headspace to be in because I was so accustomed to and so in the habit of complaining about everything, of being like super negative and and just speaking, you know, especially being in a cohort, in a class, we would always just get together and complain. We would get together and gossip and very just unconscious behavior. And then I noticed that even for me, having the intention to not complain at all was like a huge leap in consciousness. Was it something I really had to put my awareness into? And now when I look at my life now, when I look at my average day now, I rarely complain. Like I... I really notice this now I, I'm bringing consciousness to this for myself is that generally I, I avoid complaining. I avoid speaking in that way. I also, you know, find it really uncomfortable now to speak about other people behind their backs. I don't really enjoy it. I know sometimes my ego gets the best of me and I will still fall into those habits. And then afterwards I'm always reminded like, oh, this does not feel good. And a way to really become aware of if we're speaking something that is helping us create a better reality for ourselves, or if it's pulling us backward, is to just notice how your body feels. Notice how your emotions feel. Because, you know, Abraham Hicks talks about this as well. Our emotional guidance system is our connection to our higher self. And when we're speaking words that our higher self knows is helping us create the reality we desire, that is helping us create a more joyful, more positive, more abundant life, we naturally feel more joyful. We feel more light. We feel happier. And then if we're speaking things or feeling things or thinking things that don't align with that reality, we'll start to feel upset. We may feel angry. We may feel density in our body. And so it's just a practice of constant awareness that we cultivate so that we can really start to notice in those first couple of seconds instantly when we feel a shift in our frequency and realize, oh, wait, that's because I was putting so much attention on this thing that I really don't need to be. And that's just going to create more of the same energy in my life. So I notice this now that, you know, I tend to avoid complaining the best that I can. If something really is genuinely bothering me and I need help or I need some comfort or I need some guidance on it, I will voice that. I will definitely, you know, speak to someone about it who I feel can really help me, but but choosing to do so in a positive or, or productive way. And it's just always a, always a reminder in that in that sense as well. And, you know, I'm not saying this to, to spiritually bypass or to pretend that everything's fine if it's not. Like, we definitely have to be real with ourselves and have to be honest. But from this honesty, finding a solution, not choosing not to wallow in the negativity or the despair of a situation, but acknowledging the reality of what it is, feeling it, transmuting it, and finding a solution for it. For example, if you're tired, rest. Find some time to rest. 
don't push yourself to keep going and then complain about it or push yourself to the point of burnout and then find yourself in a position emotionally that you don't really want to be. So this is something that's been a real game changer as well. And that I'm constantly, constantly always improving with myself and constantly becoming more aware of is that true power of language. And this is where things like affirmations as well can be really positive and, you know, working into, to finding, bridging ourselves into affirmations that feel really honest and true for ourselves, you know, things that we can feel in our body. So for example, this is also important. If you're saying affirmations that you don't believe, that you don't think are possible or attainable for you, they're not going to work. <laughs> so this is where it's also important to be looking at our deeper shadows, at our limiting beliefs, at our resistances. And this is where the whole process of the shadow work, the deep healing work that I'm constantly, constantly talking about and like every single episode comes in. And I also hold session, one-to-one sessions to dive into that. But I've noticed that the longer I've been doing this deep diving work, the more capacity I open to light and the more easily I create a more beautiful reality for myself. Because as I release what's holding me back, as I release what's limiting me, what's hurting me, what programs are running of you know, punishment or fear, anxiety, the more that I release and transmute those, the more my reality naturally opens up to more light, to more love, to more goodness. And then of course, the more it brings up that stuff to be felt and to be held as well. So this is just one important thing to be aware of as we are we're manifesting. And we're able to also manifest a way out of our own limiting beliefs. So manifesting even just the capacity to transcend those beliefs. And so the other part of it is so deeply the emotional aspect and the feeling sense of what it is that we want to create. And so, like I said, as we release more and more, we allow more room for the natural presence and the natural joy that we are. And we create from this place of love. So our heart center, our our heart space is our connection to the quantum field our connection to our infinite potential for creation. And so this is where, you know, meditations, like there's a certain Joe Dispenza meditation that I have been following for about a year now on and off that really helps connect to my heart space and anchor in a higher frequency into my heart space that then helps me manifest and visualize my desired reality but also letting go of what of how that desired reality comes about because we anchor in the frequency of what we desire it's so important to to realize that when we want something we need to match and anchor in the frequency of that thing the vibration because we are vibrational beings we are we need to be a vibrational match for what it is that we want or that we're manifesting and then letting go of the picture or the how or 
the the steps in between to how exactly it's going to come into fruition and allowing the universe to kind of take care of the rest, surrendering into the universe, letting go, surrendering into this flow. So another thing that really helps, another little tip that I've like really found really, really helps is writing down what we want on a piece of paper. And for me, what works really well is writing things down in the past tense, third person, and making sure to write down with your hands on a piece of paper what it is you like to manifest in the third person past tense. So for example, I would write, you know, Saula recorded an amazing podcast episode that resonated with so many people and was super valuable and helpful. And then my brain registers this as something that has already happened. And so I believe, and I've, you know, registered this event as a past event that has already happened. So we can also say like, I did this past tense, but for some reason as well, using my own name, seeing myself almost as an outside observer really helps me get into perspective and helps me register this as an event that has already happened and almost stepping outside of myself in that way. So also, you know, Abraham Hicks talks about taking the time to make a list of positive aspects or a list of gratitude, taking the time to really devote to appreciating your reality, because the more that we appreciate things, the more that we're grateful for things, the more that the universe brings more to be grateful for. And it's so basic, but I think it's easy for us to forget sometimes. And I know that I've forgotten sometimes, especially in my pursuit of more, in my pursuit or desires for more, that I forget to just appreciate the beauty and the infinite, you know, abundance of what I'm experiencing. Things like, you know, experiencing your breath, experiencing drinking water, having enough food, having a warm place to sleep. These are all such huge blessings. Having internet connection that, you know, we as we have so much to appreciate in this life. You know, we're given another day of life. We're not promised anything. So having this constant appreciation of what is allows us to bring in more and to attract in more. And so I'm, I'm talking about the light side of this. There's the shadow side as well, um, where people can get a little bit too fixated on, you know, being super positive all the time and bypassing what's really going on. So I'm talking about manifestation from a holistic point of view where we are doing the light work, but also the shadow work. And these two kind of go hand in hand. They come in tandem. So it's so important to be simultaneously as you're speaking your affirmation, for example, and you feel your resistance come up to be get curious and explore what this resistance is and move through it and work with it. So also the things that manifest quickest and easiest for us are things that are most aligned with our higher self. So instead of our ego manifesting and saying, our ego saying, oh yeah, I want a convertible and I want to live in this house and I want to make a million dollars and all this stuff, all of that is possible for us. We can have all of that. But instead, what if we asked, what does my higher self want to manifest through me? And just being open to receiving what 
that download is, what that message is, what wants to come through with that. And because when you're working in collaboration with your higher self and with the universe and you're listening instead of speaking, you can really tap into what flows through you the easiest. And then it feels so effortless. You're not attached so much to the outcome, but you're, you're tapping into this divine presence and all that is. So I would say, you know, a good practice that I like to follow is in the morning, you know, first thing in the morning or a little bit after you wake up, doing some of these meditations to connect with your heart space, to connect with the frequency of joy, of love, the frequency of all your dreams and goals coming through, coming true, everything that you wanted to manifest. And, you know, speaking your affirmations, putting the intention into it, and then letting it go. And using the rest of your day to be present and to be engaged in the presence of what you're doing to minimize as much as possible the inner monologue, the inner dialogue, the fear dialogues, the you know punish, punishing dialogues, the resistance, and to focus in on this, this infinite divine presence that we are being a witness, just observing your reality, in, in, just enjoying your reality through your observation, through the pure sensations of air against your skin and the feeling of sunlight, the feeling of warmth, the taste of water, the taste of the foods that you're drinking, you're eating and drinking, the satisfaction of what you're doing and just doing, you know, taking action on what you feel called to take action to from that place of receptivity, from this place of divine connection and knowing that in a sense it is already done. Your life, your life's goals, your life's dreams are already manifested. They've already been done. So you're just on the journey of experiencing the how. You're on the journey of experiencing the infinite possibilities and magic of how one thing steps into another, how one thing flows into the next thing. And, you know, maybe you meet this person and they open this door for you and then you end up going here and then this activates. And it's all such a beautiful web of life and creation that we as humans, from our limited ego, from when our mind or our ego tries to take control of the situation, is never going to be able to predict or, you know, comprehend or control. So when we have our, we set our sail, we set our intention and let go and just allow the universe to reveal itself in its magic and just enjoy the ride as much as possible without even necessarily having to have the end goal in mind. That's when we manifest from our heart space. That's when we manifest from our divine alignment. And if, for example, I were, someone were to ask me, how did you manifest that this house, how did you manifest where you are today? How did you manifest this and that? And I gave the practical details of how all of it happened. It's so like roundabout, random, synchronistic, how these things all come together because they come together from a divine perspective. And the more that we surrender and the more that we let go and we trust in the universe's capacity to hold us, to provide for us, to keep us safe always. And we claim this as our reality, claim this birthright as our reality. We come more into alignment with our true selves and the goodness just flows because the universe doesn't want you to be struggling. The universe doesn't want you to be living in poverty. 
The universe wants to see you happy and healthy. And when you allow it, it's it's just allowing it. You know, we have so much resistance and, and overthinking and, and trying to control through our minds that when we let the go and we just flow with it and allow it and surrender, that's when we manifest our dream reality, so to speak. So uh, thank you so much for listening to this episode. I'm so excited to be back with you guys. And we're going to have new episodes coming out every week and a lot of other exciting things coming through. Um, please feel free to check out my Instagram, my YouTube channel for guided meditations and light language activations. If you would like to work with me one-to-one in a quantum healing parts work session or an energy healing session, the link is below through my website. And I'm definitely making more parts on this because it's a really interesting topic. And I feel like now I'm coming to this place where I can start to speak on it more from a place of being more of a conscious creator and having that being an interwoven and embodied, more embodied aspect of my life. So yeah, thank you so much for listening. I'm sending you all so much love. Thank you for your presence and take care. Two hands and tears, they showered Meditating, congregating With my soul's truth, elevating Speaking to existence And release resistance Yes.